A lovely morning to you there, and thank you so much for tuning in to J101.9 FM, wherever you're listening to us from. It's a lovely, beautiful, and wonderful Thursday morning right here in Jaws, and it is a good day to talk about some of the things happening around us and, you know, interesting things that we'll be uncovering today. I really don't know why Ivika is smiling, but hey, welcome to Let's Talk on your Super Feel Good radio station. My name is Abigail Seaman, and a lovely morning to you today. Well, we will be discussing on the CBN's new monetary policy. Um, I know he's, he calls me thesis because sometimes uh, <laughs> we'll be looking at some of the, the implications of this, the limitations of this, the advantages, the disadvantages. How does it affect the populace? How does it ex- um, um, affect small-scale businesses, large-scale businesses, the everyday man on the street, the farmer, the, the petty trader? How does this affect everyone? That is what we'll be looking at today. And yes, I'm joined by Amika. We see Amika, lovely morning to you. Good morning to you, Arab girl. Good morning to all our listeners. Um, like I said, she's a thesis person. Funnily enough, when we were trying to put the topic together, she had the she had different topics, and all of them are sounding very on thesis like. And the moment this, I'm like, hey, this is this is the topic that speaks of the thesis woman. What is good to be here? Um, the CBN. And and her governor, Godwin Imefele, has consistently been in the news. Unfortunately for him, for all the wrong reasons. I really cannot remember the last time Godwin Imefele was in the news for anything positive. Mm. It's as though every time he comes up for either a press briefing or a memo, something must happen. Good morning. Good morning. And a lot of uh, mixed reactions to this new, new policy. A lot of people are saying, yeah, it's a welcome idea. And other people are like... How is this a welcome idea? There's a lot of conflict when it comes to um, the reaction and perspectives of this new policy. A lot of people are are really much taking that back. A lot of people don't even understand what the policy is yeah, all people, about. People, uh, funnily enough, I think I think the policy, like you said this morning, people don't have an idea what it's about. And it's going to be unfair to them that when this policy is being implemented, they're supposed to start implementing and being implemented. People will be like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. And you probably think, oh, it's my bank that's having problem or is mm, my true, machine that's having true. problem. So I think it's good that we teach and you know, explain to people, everyday Nigerians out there, what this policy, policy is about. Of course, um, like, like somebody said yesterday, it doesn't really matter what we do or say. The CBN has shown over time that whatever it wants to do, it does. Um, the whole um, Senate saying, oh, they want to invite the CBN so they ask them questions, I think it did not change much. The CBN seems to have grown. I won't say growing because they're independent body, but there's a, there is a level of arrogance to the way they do things. And mm. I say that, you know, respectfully. Certain decisions are not con- made with the consideration of the people every day on the streets. They seem to just, well, that's what we think we should do. That's what we think that is right. And there's no consideration for who it will affect, how it will affect us. I, again, I think that, you know, God in the Mephile, for all the intelligence he possesses, I think he doesn't understand that Nigeria is not his textbook. Hmm. Textbook solutions do not work in a system that's as complicated as ours. As ours. So, hey. Hmm. Anyways, let's not go into details yet. We're not really with our little knowledge of what economy is all about. Uh, but I'll give it to Amy Kaomisi, who is... Uh, they, I doff my hat for him when it comes to economy. And um, for me, I was just sitting the, uh, back um, when I saw the new policy. And first of all, my first complaint as a Nigerian was the fact that when I make transaction in a day to another bank, they take about six naira when oh, it just goes. 
six naira. Yes, mine oh, is six naira. Mine is third naira. Sometimes with six naira. Yeah, twenty six naira. It varies from different banks. And after you've done that transaction, they still take fifty naira for stamp duty. Yes. And then they take for electronic levy too. Yeah, and they take and they also collect for um, what do you call ATM ATM um, maintenance. maintenance fee at the end of a the lot month. of these charges um, and this new policy. Then how how do you expect the ordinary man to leave? Uh, I was just. I was just sitting back a few days ago. I think I made like, up to four transactions in a day. And for every transaction that I made, 15 naira was taken out for stamp levy. So how much is that? <laughs> <laughs> and then now they are saying they are going to be taking about 5% to 10% if you make a um, deposit of about... Uh, of above. Of above. Uh, five hundred thousand error. Um, so I, I think I think for me the CBN governor. Before we go into details of all of this, I mm. think when the CBN governor brings out policies, I think in his head Nigeria lives only amongst the one percent of people who are politicians. Mm. I think in in some parts of his head, Nigerians are the high. You know, the rich people in Lagos, the rich people in Jaws, the you know, the highbrow areas. I think those are the only people he defines as Nigerians. Because if you live in a country where every single thing is taxed, yeah. everything in Nigeria is taxed. Whether you know it or not, there's value added tax for everything, for everything. you do. From the electricity bills you pay, to the food you buy in the market, to the fuel you buy at the fuel station. So every single thing we do is taxed. We basically do not get anything for free mm. if you live in that kind of country where every nigerian is taxed indirectly we have found a way somewhat to start businesses pos businesses you know of course it might not give a lot of people the kind of monies they want but it gives them some form of you know some money to keep themselves together of course now pos businesses with this new policy it means that people will not make transactions because if i can only withdraw a hundred thousand a day in, 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 a, in, a week, in a week, rather. So week. in a day, it's 20,000 naira. Yes. Now, in POS businesses, when you withdraw above 10,000 naira, it's 150. So it means that a, a POS business person can only make at most 200 naira to 50 from a customer every day. So even if the person wants to transfer more, he cannot do it. He can't do that. It means that if you have, if for example, you have a small business, let's say you, you own a shawarma joint, for example, and you want to pay your staff. And of course, sometimes because of the way the country is and all the bank charges, mm. some staff like to get paid in cash because that way they can plan properly. Properly, For your course. bank takes out 1000 or for charges you do not know. Exactly. <laughs> right. Now, it means that you want to withdraw money to pay your staff. Let's say you have 10 staffs and you pay each of them 60000 for example, it means you have to pay extra money for your own money that you want to collect from your own bank account. Mm. Secondly, the, according to the CBN governor, he said this is supposed to be built for a cashless policy. policy. Mm. And my question is, why are you so hell-bent on cashless policy when the basics of monetary policy has not even been fixed? Yes. Nigeria's penetration of internet is 35, less than 35%. So it mm -hmm. means that 65% of Nigerians do not have internet, internet access. So how do you expect so what, them what to run transactions via their phones? So I'm going to pray to Amadi Ohad to help me transfer money when I don't even have internet on my phone. They are... For example, um, when I was when I was serving in, in Amun Kwampa, they had no no single not one bank was located in that place, and that's a commercial center, not one um, bank. bank. Hmm. So it meant that every business person, the person selling yam, the person selling goat, the person selling rice, had to go to a POS. And I can almost bet that at least every market day, which was on Friday, 
nothing less than 10 million naira is transacted in that market. Now, if POS people cannot withdraw, cannot do more than 100,000, what do they do? They keep the money in their houses? It and gets and stolen? Stolen or rotten. A lot of questions to be oh asked. And, and we definitely open the phone lines for you people to call in and give your own um, take on what you think about this um, new policy. Do you think it's a welcome idea? Do you even think that the everyday Nigerian, when I mean everyday Nigeria, I mean businesses, small scale, large scale, were factored into this new policy? Um, in, general, in general, what do you make of this? But before we do that, um, um, the cash withdrawal limit policy, senators, experts, they knock CBN. And I don't know how they're doing the knock. No, if it's by the hand <laughs> on the head or however the case may be. of questions. A series of them. questions, exactly. So the Senate falls, the Apex Bank, they fix um, debate for Tuesday. Job losses looms. Um, small, medium-scale enterprises are threatened. It's a good policy, wrong timing. A lot of these opinions have come out. Now, business finance, finances, um, experts and other stakeholders were sharply divided on the implications and timing of the new cash withdrawal limits by the Central Bank of Nigeria. Now, they are concerned that the new policy might worsen the tight economic environment. Now, the Senate has scheduled, scheduled a debate on the matter for next Tuesday, and we're hoping that we get um, answers to some of the looming questions that we have. Now, stakeholders are worried about the possibility of implementing hitch-free cash withdrawal limits um, in communities with blind spots or poor network co- connectivity. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. Now, they said that the policy implementation timeline and available infrastructure suggest a difficult time for the public. Now, the CBN on Tuesday unveiled a, reversed, a revised cash withdrawal limit with a maximum of 100,000 era cash withdrawal per week for individuals and 500,000 cash per week for companies. Now, the revised cash withdrawal limits, which takes effect on January 9, 2023, also affects other payment channels, including the automated teller machines, points of sale, that is POS, and check-based transaction. Now, also, the maximum cash withdrawal through ATM is set at 100,000 era per week subject to a maximum of 20,000 era cash withdrawal per day. And, and so if you have the, pressing needs... And if you have pressing needs, that's probably 150 well, you, you have to you're suspend it. And the funny part of this is, they yeah. say that most banks now, would, the ATMs of banks now, will not carry only 200 naira notes. So it means that if yeah. you want to withdraw, for, for example, you want to withdraw 100,000 naira, which is your weekly maximum for a week, which, which, which absolutely is it's at though... Anyways, if you want to withdraw a hundred thousand, <laughs> of course you know that if you, let's say you are, you are in a different bank, you yeah. withdraw twenty thousand naira each. Mm. So it means that after the first three, you have to pay extra charges for yeah. just a hundred thousand naira. So, so it means that at every every point you turn as a Nigerian, you are paying tax. You are paying something. It's it's as though. Nothing you do is free. I, I, I know that people say that, oh, we need to you know, have more IGRs. And my question is, all of the IGRs we have, all of the revenues we have generated, what have they done with it? Mm. And, and according to the CBN, to the CBN governor, one of the reasons why all of this is, you know, is being implemented is because he doesn't want money laundering to happen because of elections. Yes, yeah, vote buying and all vote of that. Buying. I, I think it's important that you know, the CBN governor understands that all the policies he has implemented in the past one and a half year, I can remember them vividly, have been 
ineffective. Mm. In 2021, February 5th, he he said that cryptocurrency should not be, you know, nobody should trade cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency in yes. the country. His, his reason was that, oh, because of cryptocurrency, people don't use Naira anymore, blah, blah, blah. From then till now, inflation hasn't gone down. It hasn't exactly. increased. From then till now, monetary, you know, money circulation hasn't increased. It has reduced. He also came out to say that certain, you know, fintech companies were doing in his own words, we are going against the laws of the country because they were buying um, buying uh, uh, um, st- um, stocks, Nigerian uh, foreign exchange, and selling it abroad. He banned those people. Of course, people lost their jobs, businesses were mm. crushed. He also came out not too recently, and um, this year, he increased the interest rates for banks to how much? Um, I think 16% from about 14% before. Now, it means that if you want to go, if, if a commercial bank wants to borrow from the CBN, they must pay 16% interest. What it basically means is people cannot borrow money from banks to start businesses. Mm. In his own words, all of these were to curb inflation. Inflation has not reduced till now. Well, he came we're, out, we're he came at the out, height of it. It has increased. He also said, hey, uh, you um, banks in Nigeria, commercial banks, he increased the cash reserve ratio of banks, commercial banks in the CBN, in his own words, so we don't have a lot of money circulation. Money circulation has not reduced. Oh, not too long ago, he thought, well, I'm so smart. I need to, I need to redesign the Naira. And we, he, we, he changed we that. the color of the Naira. And we are, we are finding out that the Naira is even depreciating as we speak. Oh, he, he changed the color of the Naira because he wanted to fight inflation. And inflation has not. So is it not common sense, like they say, if you do the same thing over, over and, and over, over again, again, expecting a different result, it just means that you're mad. And I'm sorry to say this. It is insanity to consistently put out policies to curb a certain sector of the economy and it is not working and you still insist on those policies. I do not I, 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 I do not get I do not understand the rationale behind certain policies. Mm. But like I said, textbook solutions are not working. Exactly. And and, and like like the Senate, you know, House of Senate said in, in their meeting yesterday, whenever you want to take decisions, there's a understanding of context. Mm. I remember, you know, Barack Obama when he became president of America, they had some economic issues and he wanted to collect money from some banks. Yeah. But we realized that at that point, Americans were not in favor of those big banks. The JP Morgans were not, you know, didn't have good PR because of what happened in the crash. Mm. So instead of him taking that loan, which was the right thing to do at that time, they found a way to shore up the economy so the Americans were comfortable enough to accept them borrowing money from those banks. You would believe, you want to think that for a country where 133 million live in, in the world we like to use, multidimensional poverty, in a country where the average Nigerian lives below $2 a day, you are not supposed to bring policies that stifle every single business in the country the farmers in kwampa the the the, the market woman in the in, in just main markets how do they pay for their goods how do they send money to their suppliers because mm. all of these policies these are, these are the questions that, that are looming around uh, because we uh, can keep Godwin, on over and over Godwin. and over <laughs> again well this morning just before we open the phone lines we're joined by dr kinsley mayowa okonwado who Okonuda, yes. Hey, <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> Here's a call to psychiatric Jude's medical director, Netwell Medical Services, State Locals. A lovely morning to you, sir. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. 
and uh, sorry for coming a little bit late. I had to attend to a few things before I could. All right, but it's lovely to have you right here. Um, first of all, um, one of the things that I'm grateful for is the fact that that policy, when they released it, the paper, it wasn't lengthy. It was really, really brief and straight to the point uh, because I know that sometimes we have a problem with the reading culture in the country. Once something is bulky, we just, you know, we just move ahead with it. But for you, I'm sure you've seen it. Um, what, what can you make of it generally? Okay. Thank you very much. Let me first of all say that I'm not a financial Yeah. In fact, when um, I got a call yesterday, I told them, you know I'm a doctor, uh, but they said money affects everybody. And (laughs) (laughs) and of course, they have heard me talk about money. So, well, um, the first thing is we have to look at the pros and the cons. Yeah. I was was driving, I was hearing you, and uh, it seems you are looking only at the cons, not... Nothing for the pros and all that. And because of our little knowledge, we, we do, <laughs> definitely do not see the pros here for the everyday man. Because I spoke, sorry to cut you, I spoke no. to somebody who owned a POS yesterday. Yes. And first of all, when I mentioned it to her, she looked at me and she was like, first of all, what is that? And then when I tried to explain it, and she was like, ah, it's going to affect me. That was the only thing she said. So that was the, that's the angle in which I'm coming from. All right. Thank you very much. One of the first things you have to know is that change even if it is positive, it's difficult for most people. Mm. So this is something that we are not used to. So the first reaction would be, no, it can't work and all that. Mm. However, we have to look at another side of it. I, I am coming from a neutral side. Mm. I, I have not made an impression yet because I do most of my own transaction, either by, by electronic transfer and all those kind of things. Yeah. But I know that the number of people are not used to electronic transfer. Of course. And so, but the first thing is, this does not cut the volume of business you can do. It only cuts the cash that you can carry. For example, on on my phone app, I can transfer up to five million in a day. Mm. Are you getting me now? Yeah. On some, if I increase, some is one million. If I go and in, to the bank and increase my limit, I can do more. Some is up to 10 million. So if I'm making a transfer, even if you are a counselor and you can get that transfer, are you getting me now? Yeah. It has not in any way reduced the volume of business. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things I was thinking about yesterday when I, I, I was giving the call is the fact that, in fact, it's the time of economic downturn that you should spend more. Mm. So that because spending more keeps activities going. Yes. Uh, so, but this policy does not change the spending. It only says don't carry cash. And so it is the orientation. Now, I know that a number of people say, oh, it's difficult, but we also have the, what is it called? The USSD. Uh, the SSD. Yes. I, I USSD. Yes, SSD. yes, USSD. And many people, even the people in Kwampan that you are talking about, they know how to operate the phones. So it is an orientation that we should start thinking about. My own concern actually is that, like you are saying, many of the policies that have been made have not really been working. Mm. The not working is not because the policies are not good in themselves. The not working is about a behavioral issue. Look, I'm a psychiatrist, and so I can tell you as a behavioral person that your, your laws can be beautiful. Your, your policies can be beautiful. Yeah. It is the mindset of the people who are going to implement it that matters most. 
Now, when you, um, one of the reasons why this is on board now is because of the issue of vote buying and all those kind of things. Yeah. But believe me, you, it's just like when you talk about oil theft. No man like me and you is going to go and steal oil. The people that are going that want to buy votes, hmm? mm. they know how to they circumvent. They don't, these use, policies. they don't use POSCs to transfer. Yes, them. they do. They, they know how to circumvent these policies. Yeah, they are the ones that can hold the bank people to ransom and say, "Give me the cash, or I finish you." So that is my own concern. But in terms of everyday transaction and all those kind of things, people just need to learn. Look, let's face the reality: we are in the twenty-first century. And too many Nigerians are still behind in our thinking. Mm. And despite the fact that um, we are trying to be like the, the first world and all those kind of things, yes. but you will know that we are not getting much progress because most people are static in their, or backward in their thinking. But, but don't you think that the country in itself doesn't mm. even have a workable system? That yes, is why we're not, we're not moving. Because when you mentioned the, the case mm. of the whole being on, uh, you can use your phone to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I and Emika were just discussing mm. for an area that has poor network, even mm. the USSD code wouldn't go through. So how would they run transactions? Now, that is what we should now be talking about. Usually before you start any, any policy, you have to look at the people you want to do it for. Yes. And mm. you, look, you want to look at the workability of it. Yeah. The major problem now is that infrastructural development or the the support system that you need for all these things is not fully on ground. Mm. There are many places that you don't have good penetration in terms of not to, not even just internet, even the phone. Even yes. network. Are yes. you getting me now? Mm. Yes. That is what we should be talking about. For me, I don't I think that um, well I don't want to be political. But a lot of things are just done on knee-jack reactions, um, reactions without giving it um, holistic thought, especially with this um, um, dispensation. Yes, that uh, Everything right. seems to be reactive. And then after you have done it, then you see that, oh, maybe it's not working. Uh, sometimes you reverse. Sometimes you tactically dodge it. It's almost like we're know, running so. experiments if you walk it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that is my concern. But in terms of the absoluteness of it, without looking at all those things, there's really nothing bad in it. It's about volume of business will not reduce, but behavior is difficult. Mm. So before you can do these kind of things, it should, be, it should not be so drastic. 9th of January, isn't it? Yes. That's yes. when it's going January. to... Yes. 9th of January, that's when the implementation is going that's to That's like um, 30, 30, 31 days from Nobody today. changes behavior in uh, 30, 31 days. According to our CBN, we are, we are smart enough, <laughs> We're to, smart enough to move on with life. Month. So the person that, is, for example, I was on Facebook yesterday. One of my friends on Facebook was now talking about a business. She sells meat. Are you getting me now? Yeah. And so the, 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 the cow seller that she's going to go and buy meat from, mm. uh, buy, uh, they don't use... Bank they don't transport. use banks. They don't yeah. use bank. They want their cash. Cash. And, exactly. and, and, Are you getting me now? Yeah. And so, and she has to go go the extra because she can use all these things it's yes. more convenient but she has to do it for the sake of those people and those people are not going to change in a hurry 
All right. I, I wanted to ask you, um, mm. there, there are certain conversations, arguments that the reason why this policy is, you know, why the CBN has, let me use the word, you know, hammered on it mm. and without giving it to proper thoughts is that we have, what, 55% on banks Nigerians. Mm. Maybe it's a way to increase the number of banks Nigerians. Do you think this drastic change, this drastic policy would increase the number of people that would get banks? I think it will increase the number of people. And when you now talk about Bank Nigeria, doesn't necessarily mean people who use First Bank or any of those commercial no, of banks, course. but people who are in the in the system. Yes. Um, including all these um, and fintechs, fintechs, and all those kind of things. And so, it, to me, I think it just open up a new frontier for smart people who wants to penetrate into the internet. Internet. Yes. Okay. That's what I think because the truth is, look, all over the world. When you lower the bar for people, they don't rise up to the challenge. When you up the ante, people rise up to the challenge. Uh, most times, it is opportunities. The difference between you and that person that is in the interland, that is the opportunities, the exposure. Let me put it that way. When you subject people to IQ test, some of them might be better than me and you. But they don't have the exposure, the opportunities, and all those kind of things that you and I have. So this is an opportunity for people who are smart enough, investors, fintech, all those kind of people, or even the banks, to move into the interlands. And stop, look, when you, when you are in Plateau State, it's as if everything is in just. Um, something is happen, happening because they say just crisis. Are you getting get me now? Yes. No country can develop that way by focusing on only one so when things are hard like this, it forces everybody in. All right. Um, I, yeah. I, was, I, I was going to ask you, um, um, the, federal gov- the, the, the CBN governor has consistently talked about how he wants to reduce inflation. The Senate said they're going to meet with him, you know, meet with him this Tuesday, next week Tuesday, rather, to talk about all of this. Um, do you, is, there, is there a hope? that the CBN will reverse their, um, their policy. Because, you know, according to the Senate, I was listening to, you know, the sitting yesterday, the Senate were very particular about how the CBN had refused many of their calls in the past and how they were adamant to speak to the Senate. Is there hope for Nigerians? Because a lot of people, like you said, it's, when you raise the bar, people have to go there. But for many everyday person, this is unnecessary stress they cannot deal with right now. Can we... Is it legal? Let me use the word. Is it legal for the CBN to reverse its policy after sitting with Senate next week Tuesday? It's not illegal. <laughs> Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. Because their mandate says that they are the ones that have the mandate to ensure financial stability. Look, can, look, can, can the Senate order them to no, change? Because well, they are an autonomous body and we're wondering uh, if the Senate, Senate has the power to do so. The Senate is not an executive... Um, so the okay. Senate does not have the power to order them. Okay. But the Senate, being the representative of the people, can make them see things from another perspective. Mm. And if, no, definitely the CBN gov- governor is a Nigerian. Yes. And if you now see that the representative of the people are saying this is not what the people want, then it will be somehow if you are so adamant to say that's what you want. That means that you are being undemocratic. But 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 if but I, the Senate cannot say we order you. 
But what for Ecbion governor who who has for Ecbion governor who every time he brings out a policy has mm. been met with a lot not 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 mild a lot of you know pushback from everyday Nigerians. Is there hope that he will change his mind? Well, uh, the truth, uh, I don't know. You 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 want me to speculate about his mindset? Uh, because I, it's I, about his own person. It's about no, I, his own I, I am I am I, I am trying that. to I am trying to give Nigerians out there some reason to believe that this drastic change will be reversed. Because like like we said earlier, sorry. Mm. Um, People in businesses, mm. POS businesses, they are going to suffer for this drastically. Because mm. if I know that I would have to pay extra to withdraw 20000 I would not withdraw. Mm. It's just common sense. Mm. So for them, they, they, they are hoping that, okay, this is, is reversed. Some, some form of middle ground is, you know, is found. Because we, mm. we're actually talking about the even when you do the electronic transfer mm. and mm. the bank it's charges that, are, that come out of it. So mm. I was even saying six naira and he was like, ah, I'm even getting it cheaper. Mm. His is 26. Yeah. And when they take out the 26, you still have 15 naira for stamp duty, 15 naira mm. for electronic levy, 15 naira, uh, I think, yeah, 15 naira for ATM maintenance and all of those things and mm. it's, it's just it's quite appalling and sad if, mm. if we must say i don't disagree with you <laughs> <laughs> about uh, it, it's just that i'm just um i don't know i'm just looking at things holistically mm. okay um because even in those places that you call same environment yes people pay a lot doing this thing that we are talking about mm. it's just that the system work yes so the issue now is um, many a times, the everyday Nigerian you talk about, uh, most things are emotional for them. Okay. For example, even in my own practice, the things that Nigerians do are most of the time against science. They, they, <laughs> is, they, they are things that... So if you want me to dance to the tune of the everyday Nigerian in relations to my work, that means I fail them because I'm the one that is trained to know how this thing works, what I can do is public education and all those kind of things. And that is where the problem is here. I don't think there's enough education or enough sensitization for us to suddenly have this thing. It just came all of a sudden. But in terms of um, reversal and all those things, well, like I told you, right now, this thing will hardly affect me as a person. Yes. Because even before now, even if it is 10 naira, I prefer to transfer. I prefer, I don't, even if you come to my center, my, I have a rehabilitation center, I don't collect cash from you. I, I ask you to transfer to me. If you are not able to transfer, then go and use POS to transfer. I don't want cash. That has been my own personal policy. Policy. Mm. Are you getting me now? So yes. I may not be the best person to be speaking for the so-called everyday Nigerian that you are talking about. And I don't want you to be deceived. This everyday Nigerian you are talking about, a lot of them are also doing transfer. Are you getting me now? Yes. So it is just the sensitization, the public um, education that we need more. So in terms of do they have hope of reversal, I don't know if I even want a reversal. Mm. All right. I wanted to ask you, I wanted to ask you, uh, because a lot of experts have come up with their own take on this whole policy. Mm. A lot of people are saying yes to it. And a lot of people are say it is a disastrous one for mm. our economy. And mm. I just wanted to, to ask, I know you're not a financial expert. Yes, uh, I'm yeah, not. but <laughs> you are into money. You, you, you handle money every time. So I, I wanted to get, yeah. Uh, 
there's this looming question, the implications of all of this, the fact that our economy is where it is today. Is it is this thing they, they say good timing, but bad policy? Or is it wrong timing, good policy? Uh, how, how is Has it? Has that been any good timing for something that requires holistic change? People always resist. There's hardly a good timing. Now, remember there was a time that petrol, the cost of pet- uh, petrol pump price was increased. Yeah. And people went on the street, including people who are operating this government now. Mm-hmm. And then it was reversed. And then they came into government. Not only have they increased the pound price, now we don't even know what the pound price is. The same people. Yeah. But because of the circumstances, nobody seems to be able to talk anymore. There is no good timing. Look, there, and there is absolutely no bad timing. Mm. In fact, the truth is that if anything is going to happen concerning this policy, this is the best time to do it. Wow. Because, they can, because they can inch it on... Some sentimental thing. We don't want vote buying. We don't want... So, those are, that, and those, those are sentimental are, things. Those are the so, premise in which they are making some yes, of these policies. and that is one of the reasons why it will stand. If it will stand. Because now, you will not be able to... Are you go, The average Nigerian is going to tell you that they want you to buy votes, even if they are the one you are buying the votes from. You know, some things are... Uh, even if you do it, you can't come out openly to say, yeah. this, this is what we are I doing. Did, yeah. So, it's an emotional blackmail kind of thing. So there is really no... My, my own primary concern is spending. Is it going to cut spending? And I've ruminated over it. It's not supposed to cut spending. Because when there's economic downturn, hmm, you are supposed to spend more to activate that oh, economy. Uh, 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 I, I wanted to bring you... You said it's not mm. going to cut spending. But yes. people spend what they have. Yes. Right. If if the I mean, I'm looking at this from the everyday POS handler because I I know for you know firsthand that a lot of people have you know sort of brought themselves out of abject poverty mm. with this business, but the everyday POS person that this will affect mm. without no cut spending. Well, the POS person is uh, what percentage of the economy? Is the POS business? I I, I don't have the numbers. Uh-huh. So you you particularly? Yeah, I, I'm focused on that because mm. we have seen that since POS came to the country, mm. a lot of people have started to use banks more. People have mm. started to do, like I said, in places like Namu, people that have cash mm. do not go to any bank because the bank is far from them. Okay. They use POSs to withdraw. For mm. example, in Namu, there's no bank, so you can't go into an ATM to withdraw. So if, for example, mm. someone sent you 100,000 naira to buy good for them, goods for them, from there, you'd have mm. to go to the POS to withdraw it, right? That's what mm. they do. Now, if you put these levies, these taxes on this thing, it means that first, people who send money, I'm going to give an example. For example, I know people who, who, who served who were in Namu, mm. and they collected money from their relatives, buy mm. food, bought food stuff for them, mm. and then send it back to them, right? So now, that is a business for them. Yes. If you increase, you put a tax on, on how much you can withdraw, it means if someone sends me 200,000 naira to buy food stuff for them, I can't, I can't withdraw the money. It means that that business is cut short. The POS guy is supposed to get money from me. It means that he doesn't get money anymore. The person who needs that, you know, who needs that yam or who needs that rice to sell whoever is rice in Lagos or Port Harcourt does not get it again. So the ripple effect of this is that certain chains of supply are going to be caught. Not necessarily, Emeka. The reason is this. The person that sent the money 
the person that was withdrawing the money is withdrawing the mo- was withdrawing the money with the premise that I want to go and spend it. Yes. Yeah. Now you now know that you cannot withdraw above one hundred thousand in a in a week. In a week. Okay. What the end point of withdrawal? The reason why you are withdrawing is to pay. Is to pay. Okay. So all you now need to do, the person that also that you want to buy food stuff from too, knows that people don't carry up to more than one hundred thousand. I mean, will not be able to withdraw more than one hundred thousand in. That person also is going to have a bank account now. If the person didn't have a bank account before or whatever, is going to be forced to have one. So the person that you are sent money to now will now be forced to know how to transfer that money to the person that is paying okay. so that the business can go on. The person that may suffer right now from what you are saying is the POS operator. But I can tell you that necessity has always been the mother of invention. True. Sure. In fact, I don't have the answers now. But to my mind, I think that this policy might create more avenue for making money for Nigerians. In our stifled economy. It is, look, it's about innovation. The major problem of the black man is that we don't think. Mm. We want, we, we talk about things that have been done in the time of Mungo Park and say it's our culture, and reality stares us in the face. We don't want to change. We say this is how we have been doing it as it was in the beginning. Now, <laughs> what without him? That's always been our problem. That is why they will come here, the white man will come here, take cocoa away, and go and turn it into, into chocolate, and make more money, times 10, times 20, times 100, of what the cocoa farmer is making. Look, we need to start thinking. I'm, like I told you, hmm? maybe I'm not the best person to ask because I've been more or less cashless. There are times when I wish I would have only 1000 in my in my wallet. To cut and spending. I, mm, well, not necessarily. Mm. I don't like to go and queue. I don't like to... Are you getting me now? Yeah. If I have to get to the POS, give them money, go away, you know, all those kind of things. And um, so it has been working for me. However, I'm thinking holistically. I'm thinking that there may, when GSM came, it opened up new frontier for business. Yeah. Yes. Even this POS you are talking about, there was a time that people say, what is POS? Hey, what is this and that? Now it has become an household thing. I think that some things will come up because wealth comes from solving problems. Entrepreneurship means that the person that, that recognizes a problem solves it and turns the solution into money. Mm. That's essentially what it is. All right. All right. We'd, we would we would open the phone lines for our callers to um, listeners to call in and give in their contribution. But you can be a part of the conversation. You can head on to all our social media platform on Facebook is facebook.com forward slash JFM Jaws, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, and TikTok at JFM Jaws. And the number to call 090-5566699. That is the number to call to be a part of the show. I'll take it again. 090-5566699. Do you think the new monetary policy is a welcome idea. Do you think that um, the populists have been factored into all of this? That is, you give your contribution on that, and I'll take this call right now. Hello, good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Uh, we are struggling to hear you. Um, if you can do well to call us back so we can hear you clearly, okay? 
All right, 09055666699. That is the number to call to be a part of the show. And you can be a part of it. You can head on to our social media platform and drop in your comment this morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Do well to call back. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Thank you very much. My name is Sadiq Umar. I'm calling from Teacher and T Junction. All right, Sadiq Umar, go ahead. 50 seconds. Yes, first of all, I will commend your guest in the house. You have spoken very, very well because he has changed my thought mm. in this issue of this policy. Because I was thinking before, mm. this thing is going to frustrate Nigeria. But by his explanation, Nigeria has to develop. And actually, any village that we have, they have POS. If they can able to transfer money to that POS, I think that to say that every Nigerian must know that he must have an account, even though he's in the, the village. The now is left for the government. They should uh, 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 allow these banks to enter this rural area so that people in the rural area can access to open an account. So that they can able to use it and the uh, national orientation agency also supposed to be involved if not a program like this in jfm i think the people will not be enlightened with the issue of this policy mm. but with uh, orientating the people and uh, telling the people telling the people about the importance of the policy and the people will accept it and the people money will be more safer than right. it is. But the bad side is the fraud side mm. because of this kind of fake transfer. That mm. is what the people have to be very, very uh, uh, question of. And with orientation, I think the people will get it right. Thank you very much. Thank you so Stop much, Sadiq Kumar. Do have a lovely morning. Hello, good morning. Uh, good morning, Adige. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Uh, All right, Jusa, go ahead. You have 50 seconds. My my sister, do you know my worry about this issue? Mm. Uh, uh, how can you, you... You are ruling more than 200 million people. Mm. You just wake up overnight without telling them anything, without, you know, having a town hall meeting to explain to them. Mm. You decided to take this kind of action in, in more than... 200 million people that we are ruling, are we in a dictatorship uh, era? Mm. Or in the, uh, is, is he an Indian in, uh, of Uganda? Mm. So when you want to take action, my sister, you have to enlighten people, tell people, to, okay, see now, millions of, uh, of youth are into the POS business. Yeah. If you watch national television yesterday, most of them were crying. Mm. And people that you you, you, you you claim to, you know, to, to cater for, to, okay, if you take this youth, even some of them are saying that they decided to leave their bad side to at least respect party petition that we pay them something. You don't want them to go back to their bad side again. Mm. So, so in short, my own, my own issue now is, now, let me talk in another way. Mm. Our presidential candidate of the APC are telling us that he cannot come to town hall meeting. That is uh, already good market that he already sell himself. Is it the way? Okay, now see what happened now. And he said that we he start where where we are stop. Overnight, you come out and post something in people. Whether they are dying, you don't even want to hear. Mm. My sister, God bless you. God bless you, Jusa. Do have a lovely day. Hello, good morning. 
All right, do well to call back 09 That is the number to call to be a part of the show. And you can head on to a social media platform and drop in your comment, www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss. That is where you can drop your comment. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning, Nadiga. Good morning, morning Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? My name is Chukudi. All right, Chukudi, you have 50 seconds. Go ahead. Yes, um, I want to appreciate your guest, even though um, I disagree with most of the things he said. Okay. I don't know the state where he comes from. I don't know his local government and his locality. But the question I want to ask you is, I would do respect, is um, the village where you come from, is everybody aware of this particular um, online transactions? And if, if everybody in your village is not understanding, I'm talking about village, not your city, maybe you're living in Abuja or in the city here in Plateau State. Everybody does not live in the city. The Nigerian government has not been able to concentrate the people and, and educate everybody on how to go on electronic transfers. That is the reality of the whole issue. And the last caller just mentioned that how can you be able to, how can the government that claim to be governing the people, over 200 million people, and again, majority of them, look at what the statistics have shown. Nigerian statistics not even from the foreign, saying that over 33, uh, 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 100 or something uh, million people are living in abject poverty. These are people who don't even have access to, 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 uh, to any form of education, most of them. Mm-hmm. And again, if you look at it now, these charges are talking about people have been overcharged. People as in, as in taxation has been, has, has been at the toppest uh, uh, level in this particular government. And if this particular e-plaster uh, of uh, purchases is going to be introduced, it is going to stay, I am telling you that the charges are going to be tripled. Mm. And all these are on the head of Nigerians. All and right. secondly, again, why was the people not actually carrying along before this controversial and anti-people policy introduced to Nigeria? Mm. Why is that APC government is head back on punishing the people? Right. I don't understand any policy that this will bring in, especially from Emekele, the mm. so-called governor. Okay. This is actually anti-people. Nigerians are tired of this government. Nigeria has suffered so much. We are saying no to this particular controversial policies. If it's okay that you sir, it's okay. But Nigerians are saying no to it. A lot All of people right. got out of business. And a lot of businesses will crash. Okay. Please, please, stop not educating us on this again. We don't want. Thank That's you so much. Thank, Thank you so much, Chukidi. Did have a lovely day. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Yeah, my name is Franklin. I'm calling from Haifan. All right, Franklin from Hypan, you have 50 seconds to go ahead. Yeah, I, I think uh, what government is doing is overdue. Mm. The problem we are having is there's too much cash in circulation and people are stocking money and the money is in the hands of criminals. No record, no money in the system for business um, entrepreneurs to borrow. How can you stock money in the house? It's not in the bank. You are not using it, and someone else is not using it. So the money is not in the real sector. Mm. It's with the criminals or politicians. So I think what government is trying to do is the best thing. All right. Thank you. There so should much. be a history, mm. what we call an audit trust for any transaction. Mm. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. Do have a lovely day. Hello. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Do make sure to call us back. Hello, good morning. Hello? All right, call us back. 090 That is the number to call to be a part of the show. Hello, good morning. Good morning, ma'am. Please, can you turn down the volume of your radio set or move away from it, please? Hello, good morning. All right, do well to call us back. We're uh, struggling to hear you.
Hello, good morning. Very dynamic morning. Morning to you, comrade. A lovely morning to you. Welcome to the show. What's your name? And where you call it? Us from. I know you're comrade, you. but I want to know your name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, great comrade. I don't want to be Solomon. I'm calling from Angorukuba. All right, you have 50 seconds, comrade. You go ahead. God bless you, Abigail. God bless you, America, and the guests. Amen. Amen. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you for educating Nigerians. You know, we have problems in this country, mm. and the problem is leadership. Mm. Anybody who refuses to, to honor the invitation for peace talk or peace pack or the town hall should be disqualified. Mm. This, is, this is supposed to be the decision of IMEC. How do we know and how do we hold such people and how do we know if he happened to win the election, this category of set, set of people, if they happen to win the election, how sure are we that they're coming to lead us uh, uh, very well? On his own, he says he will not honor and he is even, but I think we say that he's the best. You know, it's a big signal to Nigerians that we have autocratic leaders in this country. He is coming to operate autocratic system of government, of which is unacceptable. All right. Cool. Well, let me say this. Yes. It's just a decision that the central bank governor has taken, mm. Abigail. Yeah. Two start have said something that I support it 100%. Somebody will just wake up and take a decision, as if they take a decision of his family. They go rescue us. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank, Thank you. you so much, comrade. And the last call will be taken for today. Hello, good morning. Hello. Hello, good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Good morning. My name is John Danjuma Kuni. I'm calling from Angorokuba. All right, John Danjuma, you have 50 seconds. Do go ahead. All right, you see, the policy of this central government, and uh, uh, CBN, mm. it's not good to, to us, the little uh, business people. Like like me, I'm into uh, different assorted drinks. Mm. Every day, I spend 70000 to 80000 and $100,000 a day. So now I couldn't say I should be withdrawing the limit of my withdrawal should be twenty thousand. How will I cope up and my 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 clients don't collect money, don't collect in transfer. Mm-hmm. They're collecting cash. Mm-hmm. So how will I cope up with it? It's mm-hmm. not good for us at all. All right. It's, it's like it's like it's like killing the, the, the local business. Thank That's you so much. It. Thank you so much. Do Thank have you. a lovely day. And we'll read off comments from mm. our Facebook page this morning. On on Facebook, Ayodele Agbabiaka says, Can the CBN make policy that will favor the ordinary man on the streets? Is it a crime to be Nigerian? Nigerians, get your PVC ready and prepare for the 2023 elections. God will see us through. Godwin Silly says, Good morning, Jay. When we talk about disadvantages, it is very much indeed. Please, sir, the policy... Um, he said the policy cannot work because all fingers are not equal. 200k a day, haba boss. Think now. Nah. <laughs> How about Akaya Dagza says, Good morning, Abigail and Emeka. There is no policy in the world that doesn't have its pros and cons, but the workability of this new policy by the CBN is what should drive our interest. I feel this policy will help prevent the stalking of cash in places that could get them destroyed as was seen when the issues of Naira redesign was brought up. This policy will help to not just make businesses easy, it will make money remain in the system which I believe will help our economy and also make easy for trace of criminal extortion of people of their money. 
speak power says hi abiga and Emika. the new cbn policy is a welcome idea in fact it's global best practice but it comes with a price and nigerians must find a way in navigating past this ugly price we will get there stanley sc says um, nothing good comes easy Please, everyone should endure the new CBN policy because it will definitely help in reducing vote buying. The new CBN policy has advantages and it also has disadvantages. There is no doubt about it, but in the end, we will enjoy it. Kevin Lewis then says, The new policy, in my opinion, is a ridiculous one because FG didn't make any consultation with the rural farmers and business people to see how feasible it will be. Anyways, why does the federal government always channel their energy in making life difficult to the average Nigerians while they haven't tackled insecurity, corruption, hiking prices of commodities and oil theft? Let the government channel that proactive energy in preferring means on how to pay back all those funds they have borrowed first. <laughs> then the CBN should, in a matter of urgency, make frantic efforts in improving the value of our currency instead. More so, the federal government should block all linkages of oil theft and also construct a refinery to have our code refined here in Nigeria. Julius Igama says, Good morning, the Abigail Nemeka. This policy is a very good idea for me because we're living in a digital society and Nigeria must improve in every aspect in order to compete with other great countries in the world. Dan Husi AJ says, It's a very welcome idea because lessons high rate physical money, because lessening the high rate of physical money laundering in the society. And it will increase it in reverse. The problem is the farmers in the village because it's coming very late. Daniel Ayo says, please help me thank the NDLE officers that did a nice job yesterday at Old Port Junction. All right. Um, the NDLE officers, um, Daniel is saying you did a wonderful job at Old, Old Airport Junction. I want to believe that's what I wanted to say. Samson Ezekiel says, two weeks ago, Tom Dugat, UK Secretary of Security, our equivalent of the NSA or Minister of Defense was banned for six months while making a call while driving. CBN cashless policy has been in place prior to 2019 and on the eve of the general elections, two bullion vans docked at the residence of a chieftain of APC who is now contesting to be president was seen. Yet the EFCC, ICPC and CBN became toothless and developed cold feet. We can't keep stifling and strangulating citizens that are doing legitimate businesses while some VIPs are above the law. As Abigail is telling me to round up, I'll take the last comment <laughs> this, this morning. And this one is from um, okay, this one is from Richard. Egbita. He says, good morning, let's talk. It's evidence that we have people as leaders that are not visionaries, but wake up with policies and programs that suit them without considering the ordinary citizen. APC is not an option. Come 2023. I would have given an opportunity for Dr. Kinsley to speak, but our time is up and we have to draw the curtains right here. But we want to say very big thank you to you for coming on the show this morning thank as this was let's talk on your super feel good radio station j water 1.9 fm for myself abigail Seaman, it's bye for now from imika stay out of trouble and spread love and the news comes up by 10 o'clock don't touch that dial and
Thank you so much for choosing J101.9 FM. Have a lovely day.